a sexting nun is facing excommunication from the Vatican. A flight turns around after a passenger has a severe case of diarrhea. And a hacker used ransomware to lock victims inside their chastity belt. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. I have three weird news stories from around the world. Let's get right into it, guys. It's Weird News, Weird AF News. A sexting nun faces possible excommunication by the church. It's the story of a sexting nun who couldn't stop sexting other nuns. No, I don't know if she was sexting other nuns. Let's find out who she was sexting. I hope it wasn't children. They're always messing with the children. <laughs> These church people. The disabled Texas nun. She's a disabled Texas nun, poor lady. Not much of a life when you're a disabled Texas nun. Very boring. You need an outlet. Well, she was caught sexting. Sexting with a priest. A priest. What's going to happen to the sexting priest? Oh, don't tell me they're just going to punish the sexting nun and not the sexting priest. These priests get away with everything. The nun is defying Vatican orders to leave the monastery, leading her bishop, head bishop, to close the monastery to worshipers while threatening to excommunicate the naughty nun and her supporters. Oh, the naughty nun. Reverend Mother Superior Teresa Agnes Gerlach. That's quite a mouthful. Uh, Mother Gerlach, age 43, was booted from the monastery of the Most Holy Trinity in Arlington after being accused of breaking her vow of chastity with Father Bernard Marie. I assume that's the priest she's been sexting with. Did they go beyond sexting and, and then actualize the sex? Gerlach, who allegedly confessed that she was only sexting, is refusing to leave the monastery. With her and her supportive nuns publicly declaring they are now independent of Bishop Michael Olson, the head of the Diocese of Fort Worth, who investigated under the powers of the Vatican. Now, the, the Mother Teresa and her nuns here have expressed themselves on the website. They're saying in a statement, Our chapter takes this opportunity to express our complete confidence in the personal and moral integrity of our mother prioress and her leadership. Therefore, because the salvation of our souls is our first duty before Almighty God, we hereby state that in conscience, we no longer recognize the authority of and can have no further relations with the current bishop of Fort Worth. Furthermore, they say they forbid him or any of his officials or representatives to enter their monastery property or to have any contact or relations with the monastery or any of its nuns or novices. Following their hearty and firm declaration, the bishop the next day responded by saying that the monastery will be closed to the public until the Arlington Carmel publicly disavows itself of the scandalous and schismatic actions of Mother Teresa Agnes. The wheelchair-bound nun, they say, has, quote, publicly rejected our authority as diocesan, oh, these, these words, diocesan bishop and pontif pontifical commissary. Guys, come on now. They are referring to the power as a delegate of the Pope in this matter. They're, they're claiming they have the power of the Pope. And so they're going to keep this place closed until the, the, the mother, Teresa Agnes, leaves the property, I, I assume. They're trying to excommunicate her for her actions. What happened to the priest? Doesn't say. Uh, the other nuns are standing behind her, though. We'll see how far this goes. It's a standoff between the bishop and all these nuns. It sounds like the plot of a feature film, doesn't it? Or a porn. It could be, it could be the plot of a porn. 
The nuns have an attorney, Matthew Bobo, representing the nuns. He told the media that they are very upset, of course, that the monastery has been closed to their laity, also known as parishioners. They're also very concerned about excommunication in this instance. Mr. Bobo says, you know, these nuns, this is the only life they know. You can't take that away from him. Still, he says the bishop is not welcome on the property. He stressed that defiantly and says that if he shows up on the property, they will take steps to have him removed. Well, we're going to have to keep up on this story. Stay tuned, guys. See what happens to the sexting nun and her whole team of nuns barricading themselves in the monastery. Hell no, we won't go. I don't blame them. You can make a stand. This nun didn't do much wrong. Just forgive her. What about forgiveness, guys? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Even if, even if you've been sexting a priest. A flight has to turn around after a passenger has a severe case of in-flight diarrhea. I wasn't going to cover this story because I'm assuming it's going to be gross. And uh, yet, yet I'm going to because many of you sent me this article. So clearly this is what you want. (laughs) And I just did a story about a sexting nun. It's not like I have standards. All right. I'm recording in a closet for crying out loud. So let's just do a, a segment about diarrhea. A Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta to Barcelona. That's how you say it, guys. Barcelona. Oh, it even sounded like diarrhea. I didn't mean to do that. It just kind of happened. Atlanta to Barcelona. The flight was forced to turn around after a passenger had, that's right, diarrhea. According to the flight aware data, flight DL 194 with 336 passengers on board departed Atlanta International Airport on Friday evening for an eight-hour flight when it was forced to turn around over two hours after the departure. We have a Delta Airlines pilot quoted saying to air traffic control, we have a biohazard issue on this flight. Yes, we had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they, they want us to come back to Atlanta. Check that. We're coming back to Atlanta. We have a biohazard issue, a passenger with diarrhea all the way throughout the plane. We're, we're turning around. Now, they've said all the way through the airplane. That's the quote from the pilot. Through the airplane. That was the emergency call. I could just, I'm, I mean, I'm just picturing this. This sounds very devastating. We have a quote here from one of the passengers who said, uh, Both my wife and I were on this flight, and it was quite a mess, I tell you. I believe the pilots made the right decision to turn that flight around, and the ground crew did a great job along with the attendants and the pilots as well, in my opinion. We have another quote from a passenger who was not as kind as the previous one. The individual said, quote, Well, it was pretty bad up up there. It kind of dribbled down the aisle, uh, smelled horrible. And uh, they tried their best. The vanilla scented disinfectant used on it only made it smell, well, frankly, like vanilla SHIT, if you know what I mean. It says here, the maintenance crews spent a total of five hours cleaning the Delta Airlines Airbus A350 after its enforced early landing, including replacing an aisle carpet ruined in the incident. Ooh, a whole carpet ruined. Very sad situation. It's probably a sick individual, you know, like like a health issue clearly right 
Says here, passengers, reportedly including the one that was suffering the diarrhea, were allowed to reboard after an eight-hour delay, making it to Barcelona on Saturday afternoon without any further incident. But you, I mean, it's pretty nice of Delta to allow the diarrhea individual back on board. And it's not like nobody knows who this person is that was on the flight. You can point them out, I'm sure. And they're like, oh, no, they're back on. Ugh. That would make me think twice about getting back on. But, you know, maybe they just maybe they took care of it. Just a medical issue off the plane. And the person's ready to go. They're not naming this individual. We don't know if it's a male, female or whatnot. Yeah, you don't want that out there. You don't want to be forever known as the the diarrhea delta guy. You, you know, you you could lose your job once you're back into humanity. There's a quote from the airline saying, "Our teams worked as quickly and safely as possible to get our customers to their final destination. We apologize to our customers for the delay and the inconvenience to their travel plans." This incident comes a week after Air Canada apologized to two passengers who were kicked off a flight from Seattle to Montreal because they complained about being forced to sit on seats covered in vomit. Ooh, a lot of, a lot of bodily fluids on the flights these days, it seems like. Too many, for my liking. Yay! A hacker used ransomware to lock victims in their chastity belt. We have these Bluetooth chastity belts. I don't know much about this. This one's called the QIUI Cellmate. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Quee? Quee? Chewy? Chi-chi? <laughs> I can't pronounce any of these words. Okay. Well, there was a, a chastity lock ransomware that targeted male users of this adult toy called the Chewy Chewy Kiwi Cellmate. It's a chastity device that's Bluetooth controlled. Uh, it was target of an attack with malware after security researchers found a vulnerability in the toy that allowed locking it remotely. So this is a connected sex toy with a companion app used to control its locking and unlocking function via Bluetooth. It's typically managed by someone else on their smartphone using the app rather than the person wearing the device. Apparently that's a lot of fun to just put a cage over your genitalia. It's all locked up. You can't get at it and someone else controls it. I don't know what kind of fun this is. This doesn't sound like fun to me. If I'm having fun with someone, I want access to the genitalia. Typically, you want access to the genitalia. There's mine, whoever else is in the building in, involved. <laughs> you know? It's all consensual, of course. Consensual. But yeah, this is, again, these fetishes. I just don't understand them. I went to the website for this QUI, QIUI chastity thing. They have all kinds of crazy devices on here none of them really look fun to me chastity cages aren't cheap by the way so we got one for ninety dollars 150 dollars they have some uh something called the antler clamp oh that looks like it hurts whatever you put that on they have here uh the queen's harness that looks pretty crazy and uh this looks painful the urethral sound shock vibrator it's a <laughs> It looks like a, an electronic stick that you sh I assume you put inside your urethra to shock it. I don't know why you would do that. Oh, this sounds wonderful. The prostate destroyer. <laughs> it's called the destroyer for your prostate. Electro destroyer. Wow. The things that people are into. I just, I can't, I can't get, I just can't get my head around it. Well, a lot of these toys, whatever you want to call them, they seem like torture devices to me more than toys. Uh, they had a serious vulnerability that allowed a remote attacker to take control of any of these cellmate devices. 
they found that making a request to an any API endpoint did not require authentication and that using a six-digit friend code would return a huge amount of information about the user, such as the location, phone number, and the passwords. It says here, an attacker in just a couple of days could exfiltrate the entire user database and use it for blackmailing or phishing. They were targeting the QIUI cellmate mobile app users who controlled the smart toy and locked the chastity device. Victims were then asked to pay 0.02 bitcoins, which is around $270 at the time of the attacks in order for the hacker to release the chastity locking mechanism. Uh, the company was hit with a flood of complaints from victim users reporting they could no longer control the smart adult toy soon after the attacks began. Some of the victims fell victim to the attacker multiple times. How about that? You don't learn your, learn your lesson the first time. You just get back on it. What is, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to, I just lost some Bitcoin last night, but you know what? I'm not doing anything tonight. Let me put the cage back on. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Wow, it's just foolish behavior all around. Now it says, while the victims were locked in this device, uh, they were very concerned, obviously. It says the only way to remove the cellmate device is by cutting it off, since there's no manual override for the Bluetooth locking mechanisms. However, cutting this hardened steel used for the lock requires an angle grinder, and given the sensitive area, this was far from an option for the victims. Are you sure they're not into the angle grinder? Maybe they like that kind of th th treatment on their genital area. Ooh, what is that, a buzzsaw? Put it right on my balls. Luckily, some emergency escape possibilities were available. One of them was to contact remote support, ask them to unlock and reset the device. Another involved only a screwdriver to unlock the device manually. And one user posted a video showing how to do that. Now, uh, since then, the company has addressed the issues causing all the trouble and the hacking and the latest version of the app should be safe to use, they say. Should be safe. Why you want to use this kind of device? I don't know. Um... I guess I'm in this department, I'm pretty normal. Uh, so maybe you guys want to call me and tell me what, what the fun is in all of this. I, I just uh, don't understand it myself. 646-450-2012. Yay! Hello, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. Thanks for joining me in my closet for this production. I'm going to be publishing some phone calls after this, so stick around if you would like to hear from some true OG listeners like Becca from Texas and Hannah and even Lily who uh, called to check in. Let us know how she's doing. So if you, if you guys want to call the show, feel free. 646-450-2012 is the number. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. I would love it if you would uh, send me some Florida news stories from the week because as you know, tomorrow... It's Friday. We're doing Florida Friday. Only weird news from the state of Florida. If you're new to the podcast, that's what we do. Five day a week, weird news, daily podcast. And on Friday, it's only weird news from Florida. You can also send me Florida news links in my Instagram DMs at Funny Jones as well. I got a review on Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes, from Kim129. Kim gave me five stars because uh, she's very generous. Uh, she wrote, listen every day. I don't know if she's letting me know that she's listening every day or it sounds more like an order. She's demanding that everyone listen, listen every day. And I agree with that. That's a good thing you can do for your life. Uh, then Kim wrote, 
I listen to Jonesy as part of my flash briefing on Alexa every day. The weird news is a great way to end my normal news feed with a laugh. My normal news feed with a laugh. That's right. Because the normal news is not, uh, it doesn't make you laugh usually. But Weird AF News once in a while will make you laugh. I'm good for one chuckle per episode, I'd say minimum. Uh, and then Kim writes, thanks for making my mornings fun and good luck with your life, man. Well, th- good luck with your life as well, Kim129. And thank you for taking the time to write me a review. And, and notice, she doesn't listen on the iTunes Apple Podcast app. She listens on her Alexa device, yet took the time to go on a completely different platform, the Apple Podcast platform, and write a review, um, which you can totally do. And I, I just appreciate she went the extra step. So big shout out to Kim. I'm so grateful for you uh, for your, uh, your review. And I'm grateful for you as a listener, Kim. You're obviously a quality human being. And I, I hope to continue to feed you laughs in your feed if i can i'll do the best i can kim thank you so much you guys can always write me a a review it's very very helpful you can also support the show by joining the patreon or buying jonesy a coffee if you have any questions just just drop me an email funnyjones at gmail.com if you want to sponsor the show or anything like that i'm open to whatever we can do to uh, keep the lights on around here and of course if you'd like to write a review i'm so grateful Uh, please send me a link to the review that you wrote if you do happen to write me one that way I, I it's definite that I'll see it if you if you send me an email and let me know with a link I'll be able to read it on the air and give you a big shout out even if you write me a crappy review please send it to me funnyjones at gmail.com I read the I read the bad ones too I read them all man why not read them all all feedback is uh well not all feedback is good feedback but yeah you know, we uh, there's always something to be learned is, is what I'm figuring out as I go along with this with this creative process anyways i appreciate all of you stay stay here for the calls if you'd like and good luck with your life man we'll see you tomorrow for florida friday baby hey jonesy it's frankie fonsworth your manager you know i was listening to your podcast yesterday you know like i do every day because you're my favorite client and i was hearing what you were saying about those rat tours in new york city and i got me an idea so you know how you were talking about uh, some of your videos that you got posted on uh, Facebook and Instagram and uh, Twitter. You know, some of those videos that you do in comedy, they only got like two views or five views or six views, you know, something real low. You know, some of them have no views, you know, to be honest with you. Well, I was thinking what you said about those rat tours that they got. People going crazy for those things. So I looked at some of those some of those uh, videos of people, you know, talking about rats and all that. Man, that stuff is crazy, crazy. People are going crazy for the rats. So I got me this idea, and I went through all of your socials, and I changed the titles on your socials, you know, Jonesy. You know, you're kind of a small guy, small features, beady little eyes, kind of a pointy nose. You got that dark, wiry hair, and you're a small stature guy, you know, little guy. So I changed your name on your socials on all of your videos, and I changed the titles of all your videos from just Jonesy, and I put in quotes, Rat Boy. So now they all say, quote, Rat Boy Jonesy. And whatever the title you have, they all say, now, Rat Boy Jonesy doing 
doing comedy at this club or at Boy Jonesy making people laugh or whatever. The titles all now say Rat Boy Jonesy, this, that, or the other thing. And what do you know? Shabang, shaboom, shabizzle. You go back, Jonesy, you've gone viral. All your videos now, 10,000 views, 12,000 views. Some of them have 15,000 views, Jonesy. <laughs> yeah, wow, overnight since yesterday. It's crazy, it's crazy. Ah, oh, Jonesy, you're a star. You're a star, rat boy, Jonesy. <laughs> Who would have believed it? People going crazy for rats. And now, Rat Boy Jonesy, you're a superstar. <laughs> Give me a call and we'll talk about it. <laughs> hey there, Jonesy. You were wondering yesterday on uh, the podcast uh, what those Japanese fellers, what song they might have been playing to those aliens out there when they sent out their, uh, their, their, uh, their message in 1983 to the people out there, out in the universe. Well, it's obvious what song they put in their, their alien message. It was, uh, calling occupants of interplanetary craft. Yeah, that's the song by the Carpenters. Well, what other song would they put out there to aliens? And then you were saying something like, the universe is nine to two billion light years across. And they were trying to contact this one particular star system because it's only 16 light years away. And you were saying that's so far that, you know, they're not going to communicate via radio waves. They probably would be contacting us via some other method like maybe thoughts or some other thing. And the difficulty would be trying to figure out how they'd be contacting us. And I, and I say, you're right, Jonesy. They would be, the distance don't matter. It don't matter that it's nine to two billion light years or 16 light years. Really, the distance is only 16 inches and it only does take your thoughts because the distance is about 16 inches from your brain to your heart where it's Christian Jesus resides in your heart and you just have to use your thoughts to make a prayer from your thoughts to your heart and say to the person who created the universe, dear God, dear Jesus, I want to communicate with the creator of this universe. And that's all it takes, Jonesy, is your thoughts and prayers. So good luck with your life, man. Jonesy, this is Becca in New Braunfels, Texas, which is just north of San Antonio, where the uh, crazy charter school is asking young ladies to flash purple passes if they want to uh, go to the restroom to attend to their feminine hygiene needs. <coughs> that is so bizarre. So, uh, it's so bizarre on so many levels. So here's the thing. In my opinion, as an educator, having watched high school students and middle school students for literally decades, they do treat the students, many of them, do treat school kind of like it's a prison. And I can't really say I blame them because we do force them to be there. I personally think that mandatory attendance laws after a certain age are simply ridiculous. 
what that age should be is open for discussion. I think if you're old enough to get a job and you think you want to go work full-time, knock yourself out. Go work. Go be an adult. Like, it's so exciting out here in the adult world, whatever. Um, but, yeah, forcing kids to come to school, punishing them if they don't come to school, punishing their parents if they don't come to school is counterproductive to the purpose of education, which is to expand knowledge and excite creativity and discovery and help create productive people for the future. Um, instead, what we're largely creating are a bunch of kids who are busy looking for the right answer, not an interesting answer or a good answer, but the right answer, which frequently is determined by the teacher's favorite hobby horse. And that happens at the college level, too. Don't even get me started about college and professors with hobby horses. Tenure is good, but, oh, my God, some of those professors with tenure, they've got a hobby horse not related to their topic. Look, see, you got me started. What could I say? Anyhow, back to the school in San Antonio. I kind of feel like when you were talking about that, that you were like, oh, Becca's going to call on this. I know she's going to call. I'm just going to keep talking about Texas. She won't be able to resist because, obviously, I I feel definitely a need to weigh in on things related to Texas because, yes, Texas definitely does have a um, view of itself that your description of we don't just go to five or six, we go to 11, yeah, that sounds kind of right to me because everything is bigger in Texas after all. Anyhow, um, what we really need is educational reform, going back to the basic issue of clown faces on college kids and potty passes that let people know you're menstruating. Totally ridiculous. Hey, Chauncey. Um what was I going to say? Um, I um, I'm not really a parent, so I'm probably not supposed to tell people what I think about designating sections on planes just for adults. But I don't know. I think I mean if a baby is crying, a parent can't really. Stop it from crying. You know, there's really nothing that a parent can do. Um, you know, it's a baby, and you know, like I think, like crying is kind of the only way that they can communicate. You know, if if they're just beginning to learn how to talk. But yeah, I agree with you. If your kid is running around all over the place, kicking the back of your seat chewing loudly, then, yeah, I think that the parents are fully capable of doing something about it. They just they just choose not to. But, yeah, that was what I wanted to say. And good luck with your life, man. And I want to hear from Abby and Lily again. Uh, they were weirdos before and they would call. Um... I don't think I can re-record this. Bye. Hey, Jonesy. It's Lily. It's been a long time.
things are happening in my life with my divorce. Uh, I was didn't have access to my podcast player for a little while, so I, I couldn't listen for about a month or so. But I'm back now. I'm listening when I can. I love you. I missed you. Your show is just so amazing. The sound of your voice just keeps me going every day. Um, I struggled with, you know, the decision whether or not to call and say hi and whether or not you should publish this, but I think you should because it might help somebody else out there that's going through some hard stuff. Um, yeah, like I said, my, my divorce is heating up. Um, my ex was arrested for attacking me, and now we have a restraining order in place, and these are things that I never thought I would hear myself say and things I never thought my kids would witness. So it's been it's been tough, but uh we're good. We're we're in a new school year. The kids are getting into the groove. I start really well. Um so hopefully thing hopefully things are going to be on uh things are going to be on the up and up now. Maybe uh it's going to get better from here on out. So keep making the show for me and everybody else out there that needs you. Um Jonesy, I know you've you've had hard times in your life as well. You might be going through something right now, or maybe you recently did, or maybe you have an upcoming, you know, struggle you might have. So just want you to take some good vibes with you and know that we all love you and all the weirdos out there, we all love and support you and listen to the show. And without you, where would we be? Without each other, where would we be? So keep it up. Thank you. And as always, good luck with your life, man.